Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome and hello to Locked On Blazers on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Seth Johnston, with a Thursday check-in, Thursday, October 5th. Checking in with you before you head out for the weekend. Hope you have some exciting plans. I'm going to go see the new Blade Runner. Very excited about it. And this is actually my first, this is my first solo episode. My mama bird, my mama pod bird, Eric Garcia Gunderson has nudged me from the nest. And now I'm falling. I'm falling to earth. Flapping my little wing stubs. Just hoping to catch a breeze so I can sail into the skies. The podcasting skies. Uh, And if I don't, you know, I'll probably get injured pretty bad on the ground there. Uh, Where perhaps uh, a kindly human will take me into their home and nurse me back to health. And I'll be one of those birds that kind of thinks it's a person, you know, that you see on YouTube. I'll be like, uh, you know, sitting on the dog's head when it walks around and, and, uh, you know, cuddling up with a cat it'll be cute so either way i think we're good is the point um it is october 5th the blazers are into preseason. um is always sort of exciting but also a little frustrating you can't tell much from preseason what's going on but uh what we know so far the blazers big three they still know how to play basketball they're still awesome a lot of fun nurkic looking slimmer looking a little more spry very exciting with the big three. Uh, the rookies have looked promising, um, especially, you know, Swanigan hitting threes. If that's uh, a reliable part of his game, that's going to be huge. That's going to be really exciting. They're going to have to uh, keep him on the court if he's, if he's a, you know, a big who can hit threes for them. Um, but between the big three and, and the, the promising rookies, and Collins looks, you know, he's a longer-term project. I think everybody knew that going in, but, um, you know, his ceiling is very high. He looks very, you know, he's good size, athletic, energetic, uh, already seems like he has some good defensive potential, um, and he'll come along as the season goes. So, uh, the big three, great. The rookies, great. A whole lot of uncertainty in between that. Um, you know, who's going to work best with the big three, Who's going to provide a little bit of offense to take some pressure off the big three? You know, it, will anyone emerge that can consistently, you know, be a threat to score, or create something for somebody else? That's a big question. Um, you know, we've seen the the Stotts uh, continuing with uh, Evan Turner taking over a lot of ball handling responsibilities. So 
that seems to be something that is going to be a staple this year, trying to take a little pressure off of Dame and CJ, uh, with Evan Turner actually running some point guard. Uh, and we've also seen a continuation of that that uh, Pat Connaughton at point guard uh, experiment uh, that goes back to summer league, uh, and so far doesn't doesn't seem all that promising. Uh, and a, a little storyline that I always like to pay attention to during preseason is who's going to get that last roster spot. You know, it's not massively consequential to the success of the team, obviously, um, but it's fun to find somebody to root for them. And you know, maybe it'll be somebody that ends up making a, di- a difference. Uh, Isaiah Briscoe has 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 played charmingly. I think fun breaking down the defense. You know, finding his teammates, and you know, with his big size, he's got a lot of defensive potential. Uh, of course, the drawback is that at least at Kentucky, you know, he didn't show much of an outside shot. Do the Blazers really need another guy on the roster that that is not a knockdown deep threat? That's why uh, Morrow makes a lot of sense. You know, uh, a guy who shoots over 40% from three for his career, just having another person out there to stretch the defense makes a lot of sense. Um, friend of the pod, Casey Holdall, or as I call him, Chold, Choldall, uh, reported that uh, CJ is, is leaning towards leaving Nike to sign a shoe deal with Li Ning the Chinese company that uh, Evan Turner actually has a deal with. So maybe we could have some leaning synergy on the roster. Uh, and I don't know what that means with, of uh, when somebody reports that somebody is leaning towards doing something of, with a shoe deal. I don't know if that's like a negotiation thing or what to try to get some leverage. But um, CJ, welcome to the leaning family. Um, I hope you get a logo as cool as the one they gave Baron Davis back in the day. Uh, one of my favorite logos, the Boom Dizzle. Uh, the GM survey came out today. the The results of the the, sur- the annual survey they do before every season to every NBA GM, and some Blazers actually made an appearance. Uh, first of all, though, ninety three percent said they thought Golden State would win the title, and I'd love to know who those other seven percent were. I believe, if my math is correct, that's two general managers. Don't think Golden State will win the title. It would be so fun to know who those are. Um, but uh, uh, Swanigan was uh, finished third on the question about uh, who was the biggest draft steal, the steal of the draft. Uh, he was tied with Donovan Mitchell, and he's behind Donovan Mitchell, and he's behind Dennis Smith and Kyle Kuzma out of Utah. So uh, the league seems to recognize Swanigan's potential and uh, Nurkic. Fourth most likely to have a breakout season uh, behind Carl Anthony Towns, Porzingis, uh, who both seem to have already broken out, if I believe, uh, in, in my opinion, and Miles Turner. Um, and that was before the GMs even knew this uh, this thinner, spryer uh, bouncing around the court like it's a bouncy house, Nurkic. Uh, so that's pretty exciting. And uh, old David Vanterpool, uh, Blazers assistant, was voted in a tie for third best assistant in the league. Congratulations, everybody. I hope you get your uh, GM survey awards. I hope they're in the mail. I hope they're great. Maybe some movie passes. Maybe you can go check out Blade Runner this weekend. I'll be there. I would love to see my fellow Blazers there as well. Today's show is sponsored by Talkspace, the online therapy company. 
For a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, you can pick an experienced, licensed therapist you relate to and feel comfortable with. Each and every therapist has at least a master's degree and has completed over 3,000 hours of supervised work. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com forward slash boom. And to show your support for this podcast, use code boom to get $30 off your first month. That's boom. Talkspace.com slash boom. B-O-O-M. League news. Uh, The all-star game change. I love the all-star game. I'm a fan of the whole thing. I just... I clear my schedule for the weekend. I watch everything. I watch the shooting stars. I watch whatever kind of gimmicky thing they throw out there. I'm there for it. I love it. Sponsored by whoever it's sponsored by, I go support that company. I'll just load up. I'll just fill my fill my table with Taco Bell. I just get so into it. I root for everybody. The celebrity game. There's nothing. There is no piece of basketball novelty fun that I will not enjoy. And so this is a big change for me. They're changing the format up. It's not going to be East versus West anymore. Not going to be East versus West anymore. Mind-blowing. They're going to have two captains, and the captains are going to pick the teams. Now, when I first thought of this, I thought, oh, this is going to be incredible. They're going to line up like, like the schoolyard and just pick guys. And then your mind instantly goes to, oh, the imagine the slights. Imagine the grievances. Imagine the the enemy for life. You know, if Damian Lillard is is an all star, um, which he should be, he gets you know. But we never know. He plays for the Blazers, right? He gets shafted. Uh, you know, some captain would be his new enemy for life for not picking him every time. You know, and then some player would be embarrassed for being taken last. So I don't think there's any way possible that the NBA actually lets that be public as as fun as that would be, and then we'd get to watch the player try to go back at him during the game. Oh, it'd be so fun. But I don't think the NBA wants anybody, wants to really embarrass any players or anything. Um, and it does feel like they made this change because it's it's the talent in the two conferences has been pretty uneven for a while now. Um, you know, the West, they've won three in a row, seven out of the last ten. Um but I was surprised when I looked up the East has the all-time record, 37 and 29. So the East technically retiring the champs of the All-Star game, which is unbelievable to me that they would do this before the West can catch them up. Typical, typical East Coast bias. And another change being that the teams will play for local charities, which is all good. And, and really, if the All-Star, if it makes the game better, I'm all for it. And I also like the NBA is never afraid to experiment with stuff, you know, make some big changes, see what works. Um, you know, sometimes it's bad. You know, remember the dunk contest, the, the, the dunk wheel? Oof, bad. But it was it's worth a try. Switch things up, you know, shake it up. Try to make it better. Try to make it more fun. So... I'm actually looking forward to the All-Star game this year, uh, even more than than normal. Um, And hopefully some Blazer will be able to be present, uh, as he will rightfully deserve to be. Or maybe more, maybe two, maybe three, maybe four. Maybe Maybe point forward Evan Turner is an unstoppable force. And then they have no choice but to put him on, along with um, the big three. It's the big four now. With point forward Turner joining the joining the trio of Blazers. 
and the All-Star Game will be in sunny L.A. this year. Quick trip. I don't know. Maybe Locked On should go do a live pod in L.A. Why not? Um, oh, and the Blazers are playing the Clippers in preseason, which I'm actually pre- I'm which I'm pretty excited about. The Clippers, I think, you know, the teams that stole the show this off this off season was crazy. You know, the Warriors induced a kind of madness throughout the league. Uh, you know, down was up, up was down. Carmelo's in Oklahoma City. What? What? Paul George uh, with Paul George there and, and Westbrook and, you know, Chris Paul to Houston. And L.A. has kind of, the Clippers have kind of just been laying low um, since they lost Chris Paul. Uh, but I'm kind of excited to see what they're going to do. They still have Blake Griffin, who I always liked watching when he got to have the ball more and use his passing. Um, they still have DeAndre Jordan, right? They signed um, Patrick Beverly. And um, they signed uh, Milos Teodosic, like one of the, the flashiest guards in the world, finally coming to the NBA. Um, I saw a highlight um, from one of their first games where he threw some three-quarter court uh, underhanded pass to Patrick Beverly for a layup. And Beverly and Teodosic played together uh, over in Europe, so they they kind of have seem to have a little chemistry with each other and enjoy playing playing with each other. Patrick Beverly mentioned um, that he used to use Teodosic's name as his alias when he checked into hotels. Um, so I think that could be really fun. And they also who else? They signed uh, they got Lou Williams back. Uh, was he back? Was he there before? Back in Los Angeles, I guess, but for the Clippers now. So. We're talking about a backcourt that's Patrick Beverly, Teodosic, Lou Williams. Those are those are some fun guys um, with their front court. Oh, it's kind of an interesting team. And they also signed, uh, of course, Gallinari, who, if he's healthy, that could be a really uh, weird, unusual, fun team. Uh, and I'm excited to see him in preseason. Even Teodosic, if he's he's throwing three quarter court passes underhand in in preseason i appreciate that i appreciate him making it fun for everybody uh who is not quite sure if what they're watching matters <laughs> or not all the time um the blazers are also playing the sacramento kings and i'm so happy that the kings uh have some exciting things happening again finally uh it seems like to me uh you know uh i'm big i'm a big scal labassier believer i believe in scal I think his draft stock fell too far. I thought the Kings got a great steal. Um, <clears throat> I hope he gets to to play. Uh, they also, Willie Cauley-Stein, fun. His name is Willie. Always great. Um, Buddy Heald shot the lights out, you know, when he got there last season. Uh, probably got a huge confidence boost from the owner who thinks he's basically the next Steph Curry. That has to feel good. You know, even if he knows, if he knows in his deepest, in his heart of hearts, if Buddy Heald knows, that's not quite true. Uh, that still feels good to have the owner of the company you work for think you are, you know, an MVP level player. That's nice. <laughs> that's nice for everybody. I'm in a very good mood, if you can't tell. Um, oh, and the Kings, they signed uh, Vince Carter. Very fun. Still doing it. Zach Randolph, our old friend or foe, depending on, you know, if you've come to terms with his time here or not. Uh, They signed George Hill away from Utah. So they got all these veterans. um, But at the same time, 
you know, they got, you know, Young Willie, they got Labassier, but they also signed uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, leader of the Horde is his Twitter handle. I'm excited for him finally coming over from Europe um, to play. Uh, uh, they got Fox out of Kentucky. They got Frank Mason out of Kansas. Uh, a, an interesting team of, you know, deep, deep into their career veterans and just brand new players. I think to play for the Sacramento Kings, you have to be um, 40 years old or 20 years old. They don't want anybody in between. You have to, you have to be able to have been a player's son or a player's father that is currently on the roster uh, to be welcome uh, into the Sacramento Kings fold these days. Oh, and they also, they got Harry Giles, who, if you remember, if you can flash back in your memory, was a huge deal coming out of high school. Got injured a lot, went to Duke, uh, was never really healthy. It's unclear if his if his health, if his knees, I believe it is, are ever going to be strong enough for him to actually do anything in the NBA. Um, but the Kings got him, so that's another kind of interesting thing they got going on. A very cool team. And, you know, they play Phoenix again. I think me and Eric talked about them before. Uh, the Suns are in a weird a weird place with uh, Eric Bledsoe being their their best player, um, respect to Devin Booker, um, but he's he doesn't fit their, their core. They want to go all youth movement, it seems like, obviously. Uh, and Eric Bledsoe is so good, and he's so in his prime and ready to go. Um and it seems like they'd rather develop their their young core, their Chris and their Booker and Dragon Bender. Um, and now Josh Jackson, who they drafted from Kansas and and who was also voted as in the GM survey, they thought the the rookie who was likely to be the best out of all of them in five years. Um, they very high on Josh Jackson. Uh, the NBA GMs are. Um, so. Uh, I know Eric's mentioned I'm a comedian. If you want to come see me, I'm on a show in Salem at Capital City Theater. Yes, as their slogan is, uh, yes, Salem does have a comedy club. Salem famous. I'm all over, baby. I'm an Oregonian. I don't keep it just to Portland, even though I live here. Um, so I'm really in Salem on Friday on a show at 9, 9 p.m. If you want to come check me out there, come say hi. Come tell me what uh, I did wrong on the pod, what opinion you thought was just bizarre asked me why uh i came up with that bird thing that was kind of weird but it happened you know we all went through that together i feel like it brought us closer together at the end of the day i feel like we learned something and that's really what's important uh you can also follow me on twitter uh twitter.com slash s-e-t-h that's my first name b-a-w-l i used to be b-a-l-l but uh i changed it to b-a-w-l for reasons that are not clear to me or anybody so that's it have a good Thursday. Have a good weekend, you know, and uh, keep it flapping. <laughs>